Good morning and welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Madela and I'm on team here at Father's House and it's an honor to be spending these moments with you this morning as we carry on with our Breathe series. And we're looking at a specific scripture this morning as we have been doing with the acronym, acronym BREAD, the being still, reading, encountering, applying, and then devoting at the end. So this morning, I don't know what your start of the day has been like, but I'm going to encourage you to be still. To wherever you are, if you're driving right now, you're um, at home, uh, at the office, um, taking a few minutes just to be still, to breathe in and out and to present yourself to God, to still and quiet in any maybe um, busyness or maybe some anxiety to work up with this morning. And to fix your eyes and to ask him to guide you through the scripture this morning. And now we're going to go to the reading part of the scripture. But we're going to say a quick prayer before we read. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this brand new morning we get to be a part of, Lord God. And thank you for your word that is fresh and new every day. We pray for your Holy Spirit's guidance in how we read this verse, Lord God. May it bring to light the things that you would want us to take note of today. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to look at Mark 8, verse 35 this morning. Mark 8, verse 35. And here Jesus is calling a crowd to join his disciples because he's about to say something quite important. And it's something that could sound quite contradictory, actually. And it's in Mark 8, verse 35. I'm going to read from the NIV version first. It says, this is Jesus telling the whole crowd and the disciples, for whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. So initially that might have sounded quite uh, contradictory and confusing to the crowd, hearing, how can I save something by losing it? Um, and how about, how about letting something go and losing something? Do I save it? Surely those are opposites. In order to save something, I must hold on to something. How can I let go of something and then save something? And that's what I really love about um, the way uh, Jesus often explained things. It's, it's a little bit of like, um, it actually makes so much sense. But as he said it, it's almost a bit like shocking or stunning. People, it takes people back and they go, whoa, I haven't heard this before. And I love that. I love that it's so, um, so different to how our human nature might think and experience things. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life for me and the gospel will save it. I love the message version explanation of this. Um, I'm going to read that uh, Mark 8 verse 35 from the message now. Anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. You're not in the driver's seat. I am. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it. Follow me and I'll show you how. Self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way, my way to saving yourself, your true self. Wow, how many gems and words of wisdom is not imparted in that one passage of scripture? Um, it talks about letting God lead. It talks about embracing suffering. It talks about following him and embracing self-sacrifice instead of self-help. 
that one line really sounded to me like maybe those followers you might have seen on social media. Follow me and I'll show you how. Um, and this is Jesus actually, the original, the original influencer saying, follow me and I will really show you the way. I will show you how. how. Don't you self-help things. You um, self-sacrifice because that's the way you're going to find yourself, your true self. Now, that's not to say, you know, you, we mustn't read things that... Um, enrich our lives and help and tool gives us tools I mean and equips us with how to deal things and how to walk the walk well that's not those self-help things he's saying he's saying don't take control of it yourself we're going to head into the e now which is the encounter part and what comes to mind when you read the scripture what are the first things that popped into your mind and for me that what I just touched on now, the idea of control, about who is in charge. Am I in the driver's seat or is Christ in the driver's seat? And the second thing is trust. I don't think we're able to hand over the reins and responsibility and put someone in the driver's seat if we don't trust them. Think about maybe you're going for a drive to, you know, long distance. You're doing a long distance, five, six hour drive. Uh, who would you ask to drive your car? Who would you trust to drive that car? You would have to trust that person in order to let them drive your car. And you literally putting your safety in their hands by letting them drive, by letting them in the driver's seat. And that's what we're saying to Jesus, saying, Jesus, please come into my life and drive it. Be in the driver's seat. Take control. I trust you. That's what I take immediately from this verse. That's immediately what comes to mind. Because we know that in order, when we let go, when we let the control go, when we let Christ sit in the driver's seat, we don't lose our life. We actually gain it. Because he is the safest, best driver in the world. He knows exactly where all the potholes are. He knows um, which roads to take. He knows when animals are going to come across the road. He knows when to go fast, when to go slow. He is the perfect person to be in that driver's seat. I can sit back and sleep the entire five or six hours because I know he's in control. I gain my life when he is in control. When I'm the one in the driver's seat, and maybe, you know, I've received salvation, I'm a Christ follower, and I've allowed Jesus into like the passenger seat. Um, he's in my life, he's in the car, but I'm still driving. Um, he's the one with all the knowledge, um, all the skills, all the advanced driving skills. And here I am with my having a driver's license for how many odd years, thinking I'm the best driver to drive this car. Um, I know where the potholes are, I know where to turn, I know, you know, where the destination is. Um, but I'm having to rely on a GPS. Whereas the most perfect driver in the world, I'm putting in the passenger seat. And I think sometimes like that is what we can do with our lives. We can let Christ in and we can say, well, we receive your salvation and we love you, Jesus, and thank you for being a part of my life and I trust you, but not quite enough to let you sit in the driver's seat. Um, and when we actually make that decision, that's where the apply, the application comes in. How do we apply this verse to our lives today? Well, I would say, you know, maybe you've received salvation. Maybe you know that Jesus is a part, um, the Holy Spirit in your heart, and, and you've actively invited Jesus into your life and to your daily activities. But maybe there are some areas in our lives where he's not quite the one in the driver's seat. Maybe we're saying, okay, Jesus, you can have control over, um, you know, 
I will listen to you with relationships and my career and um, all those things. But when it comes to my finances, I have to be in control. Like, I have to know what's going on here. Um, and yes, this doesn't mean that now we're giving all of our responsibility over to Jesus and we're sitting back and going, well, I don't have to take any responsibility for any decisions in my life because Jesus has got this. Jesus has got this, but we still have to take ownership of our life. But there's a difference between ownership and complete control. You can own something and not have to have complete control over it. Um, and so the application today for you might look like, hey, you know, maybe there's an area in my life where I've realized I actually haven't given full control to him. Um, maybe I, even if I'm honest with myself, maybe I, I'm worried. I, I don't really trust that he's going to look after that part of my life very well. Maybe I feel like I can kind of do it better. And today is the opportunity for us to apply this verse to our life as is. No condemnation. Receive it with all grace and mercy that has been given to us through Christ Jesus' sacrifice. And go, God, I know that this area of my life has not completely been given over to you. And today, I give it to you. Um, it might feel like um, I'm losing something, but I'm actually gaining so much more. So what today, the devote part, will you, the practice or the word that you'll take out of this verse today? For me, I think it's let go. It's that let go, let God thing. It's yes, I'm taking responsibility for my life and my decisions, but I'm going to be a very active passenger, <laughs> but I'm going to let him take the driver's seat in all areas. Whatever he says goes, I'm going to listen to him. I'm going to follow him. I'm going to take my, do play my part but I'm not going to be the, the driver in charge of everything. I'm going to let go and let God. So think about what practice or word you want to take from this verse into your day today. Let's pray. Oh Lord Jesus, God of the universe, almighty Father, you only have our best interests at heart, Lord God. You are always for us, Lord Jesus. And so what better... Um, amazing Father to ask to be in our driver's seat, Lord God. Lord Jesus, if there are areas in our lives today that we haven't quite let you into the driver's part in yet, I pray, Lord Jesus, that we will make that decision today, that you will have full control over our lives, Lord God, that we will not try to hold on to the reins, that we will play our part, Lord God, but we will know that in order to have complete peace and um just absolute knowledge that you are in control, Lord God. We have to let go of the reins in those areas in our lives. And so, Lord Jesus, I pray that you will highlight those areas for us. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we could hand over our lives to you, Lord Jesus, that and in doing so, we have gained eternal life because of your sacrifice, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your goodness and your grace that follows us every single day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. I trust that that encouraged you. Have a wonderful rest of the day further. Goodbye.